He talked to this fig tree and he said, let no fruit ever grow on you again. The next day they passed by, Peter said, Master, look, the tree you spoke to is all withered up and dried. And here's what Jesus had to say. His very next words were, well, have faith in God. For assuredly, I say to you, whoever says, put a big circle around two. Whoever says to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things he says will be done. He will have whatever he says. Therefore, I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, what do you do? Believe you receive them and you will have them. Number four, I have the keys to bind and loose with my declaration. You have the keys to the kingdom of heaven. It's like God has given you the keys to operate a whole kingdom. Every part of the kingdom is accessible to you and me. He has given you the keys to lock stuff down and say, I rebuke you. I bind you. I forbid you. That's the key. Your mouth. Your mouth is the key. I have, to, I have the right to lock it down and bind it with my words. Or I have the power to unlock it and say, come forth. Come forth now. Come forth right now. Sickness, go. Click. Healing, come now. Hello, swing the door wide open. Come right now. You have the right to call stuff to you. The centurion servant said, Jesus, I don't even need you to come to my house. I ain't worried if you, I ain't picked up or cleaned up nothing. You ain't even got to come to my house. All you got to do is say the word from right here where you are. You say the word. And my sir, I understand authority. I know when I say to one, come, he comes. And when I say to one, go, he goes. And when I say, I need you to go take care of this, they go and take care of it. I don't even have to check. I know they're going to do it because they're under authority. And I'm a man under authority. I know when they tell me up above me what to do, I do it because I have to obey because I understand authority. I understand that you're a man of authority. So all I need you to do is just speak the word. So you got to understand the authority that you have. Behold, I give unto you power, authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means harm you. Amen. So bind and loose. Matthew 16, 19. I give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. I give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. I give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in the heavenlies or will be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Jesus taught us to pray, Lord, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That's not something we repeat over and over, but it's something that we call down. We know what the will of God is. The, the Bible says that that when, when we uh, go before God and we pray according to his will, we know that he hears us. And we know that if he hears us, we know that we have the petitions that we've asked of him. So we already have it because we know we asked according to his will. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So when we pray and declare his will, we know we have the petitions that we've asked because we've asked according to his will. So that's why he said, pray your will be done on earth just as it is in heaven. Amen. So stop begging God for what he's already given you. I think too many of us are begging and crying and whining to God when God is saying, why are you crying to me? Get up and move. Do something. Get up and talk. Speak to it till it obeys. Shut it down. Let it loose. It's up to you. He's put it in our hands. You got the keys to drive. 
Message Bible says, you have complete and free access to God's kingdom. Keys to open any and every door. No more barriers between heaven and earth, earth and heaven. A yes on earth is a yes in heaven, and a no on earth is a no in heaven. So whatever you call it, that's what it's going to be. That's the right that he gave us, the tabernacle in heaven, the tabernacle, the veil. You know, when you get, when you went into the old tabernacle, um, you know, there was the outer court, you know, where the, where the sacrifice was, and then there was the washing that had to be done daily. The sacrifice was daily, the washing had to be daily. And then you went from behind there, there was a daily ministry inside the holy place and in the holy place you know they had to light the lamp stand and they had to put oil in the lamps and they had to the table of showbread they had to make sure that the showbread was there before God and then there was the altar of incense they burned incense daily they ministered to the Lord but then in the in the holy of holies only the priest could go behind there one time a year he had to go in and sprinkle blood on the mercy seat there was a big veil in between and and only the high priest could go one time a year But see, when Jesus was on that cross and he said, it is finished, tell it the kume, it, not tell it the kume, he said, tetelestai, which means the debt is paid in full. Everything has been, uh, the judgment that was against us has completely been satisfied. And when Jesus bowed his head and he gave up the ghost, the Bible said there was a great earthquake and that, and that the veil in the temple was torn from the top to the bottom. So there's no more separation between earth and heaven and heaven and earth. We have full access to God. We are one with him. Amen. So we go, we are free to go into. In fact, he is the the holy of holies and we are the holy of holies because we're one with him. Amen. We carry around the covenant of God in our hearts. He's not living in a building or in a box covered with gold, but he lives in you and me. Amen. We are the holy of holies. So he's given us those keys to open. And so look here where, where the, uh, where the, uh, where Jesus cried out again. It says in Matthew, it says with a loud voice and he yielded up his spirit. Then behold, the veil of the temple was torn in two from the top to the bottom and the earth quaked and the rocks were split. So there's been restoration. We've been restored to our rightful position. Whatever you call it, that's what it's going to be, right? Give it a new name because whatever it is in your life, you can give it a new name, right? Genesis 2, 19 through 20 says, Now the Lord had formed out of the ground all the beasts of the field and all the birds of the air, and he brought them to Adam to see what he would name them. And whatever the man called each living creature, that was its name. So whatever you call it, that's what it's going to be. What are you calling it in your life? What, what are you calling Are you saying my diabetes? Are you saying my arthritis? Oh, man, it's going to rain because my arthritis is telling me my hip hurts. What are you calling it? That's not your arthritis. Jesus paid for arthritis to be gone. He prayed for diabetes to be gone. Amen. So I will not claim that it's mine. Hallelujah. Message for, I'm, I'm sorry, Exodus 4.11, it says, so get going. I'll be right there with you, with your mouth. I'll be right there to teach you what to say. So, Lord, help me get control of my mouth. Teach me what it is that I'm supposed to get, whatever I'm supposed to say. God, show me what to call it. Now, let's look, number two, real quickly, at the power of I am. The power of I am. What are you calling yourself? What are you calling yourself? God, number one, declared who he is. He declares who he is. When, when he was sending Moses to go back into Egypt and to get the children of Israel out of the, out of, uh, out of Egypt and out of bondage, they, Moses said, whom shall I say has sent me? If they ask me, what's the name of this God that sent me to say, let my people go? And here's what God said to Moses, I am 
I am. Tell the people of Israel, I am sent me to you. That means whatever it is that you need, that's who I am. And that is what I'll be for you. Throughout scripture, before and after that, he refers to himself as Jehovah, Yahweh, the self-existent eternal God who's revealing himself. But the important point here is that God says, I am, many times in scripture. And he says who he is. Amen. And he follows it with a declaration. And he says it more than once. Could it be that God has a faith declaration about who he is? Could it be? Because he said it more than once. Sometimes he says the same thing more than once. Like in Isaiah, over in Isaiah 44 verse 6, he said, I am the first and I am the last. Besides me, there is no God. Then over in Revelation 1, he said, I am the Alpha and the Omega. The beginning and the end, says the Lord, who is and who was and who is to come, the Almighty. See, God declares exactly who he is. Amen. Revelation twenty-two thirteen. 13, he said, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. And Jesus spoke seven different I am's. He said, I am the resurrection and the life. He said, I am the bread of life. I am the light of the world. I am the door. I am the good shepherd. I am the way, the truth, and the life. He said, I am the vine, and you are the branches. Hallelujah. Get ready to hear that scripture a lot this year, because we're going into fruitfulness. Amen. We're going into being bountiful this year. So get ready to be abiding in that vine, because he's the vine, but you got to know who you are. You are the branches. Amen. Say, I am a branch. Then he goes to Jeremiah to tell him that he's called him to be a prophet. And he spoke it before he was ever in his mother's womb. God spoke who he was from the spirit realm before he was ever born. He, You mean he talked to Jeremiah before he was born? Yes. He talked to each one of us before we were born. He said, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. Ah, sovereign Lord, I said, I do not know how to speak. I am only a child. Oh, Jeremiah, you got it wrong. God is saying, you're a prophet. I ordained you to be a prophet from before the foundations of the, from before you were ever in your mother's womb. I knew you, Jeremiah. And I say, you're a prophet. But Jeremiah's like, whoa, 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 whoa. I can't handle that. What I look at me and I see is I'm a child. And I, and I, I don't know how to speak. I don't know how to speak. What he's saying about himself is not what God says. It doesn't line up. But the Lord said to me, do not say I am only a child. Circle that say and I am. Don't say, don't put anything behind the word I am that God doesn't say. <sighs> Y'all making me work hard. He said, you must go everywhere I send you to and say whatever I command you. So don't say I'm a child. Say I'm going wherever you say to go, God. And then Gideon. Gideon was threshing wheat on a wine press. What's wrong with this picture? Because he was afraid. He was hiding threshing wheat. Because he, he was scared. He was a scaredy cat. Somebody say scaredy cat. He was a scaredy cat, but the, but the angel of the Lord appeared to him. Look at this in, in Judges 6.12. He said, the Lord is with you, you mighty man of valor. Really? I feel a little bit like a chicken. But you're calling me a mighty man of valor. 
Gideon said, I'm least and I'm weak, but God had already called him a mighty man. Look at Judges 6.15. He said, so he said to him, oh, my Lord, how can I save Israel? Indeed, my clan is the weakest in Manasseh, and I am, circle I am, I am the least in my father's house. In other words, you got the wrong guy. But see, God had already said, no, you're a mighty man of valor. You're a mighty man of valor. And Jeremiah, you're a prophet. Don't, don't, don't say what you see through. See, sometimes we see ourselves through a lens that's incorrect. We gotta see ourselves the way God sees us. So we carry a picture of ourselves inside. I want you to meditate on yourself this year. I want you to meditate, meditate on yourself being who God called you to be this year. Amen. Spend more time closing your eyes and seeing yourself being what God wants you to be. So way too often we don't have a correct I am about ourselves. So y'all ready? Let's have some I am's right quick. Let's put the first one up. Say it with me. I am a child of the most high God. I am a new creation in Christ Jesus. I am full of the Holy Spirit and spiritual fire. I am blessed and cannot be cursed. I am prosperous. I am flourishing. Come on, get with me. I am full of the wisdom of God. I am healed. I am living my best life. I'm the head and not the tail. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. I'm so good looking I can hardly stand myself. I'm a blessing to others. I'm highly favored. I'm greatly loved and dearly prized. I'm growing to be more like Jesus every day. I'm walking out the plan of God for my life. Come on, say this. I am full of faith. I am acting on my faith. I'm a believer and not a doubter. I'm a doer and not just a hearer of the word. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I'm experiencing the all-sufficiency grace of God. I'm a tither and a giver. I am generous. I'm experiencing the windows of heaven blessing every day. I am using my gifts and talents to bless the kingdom of God. I am loaded with good stuff. I'm above only and not belief. I am the lender and not the borrower. I am experiencing God's best every day of my life. I am surrounded by the faithful of the land. I am becoming everything God has destined me to be. 2019, I'm coming for you. I'm running in with tenacity. I decree and declare a bountiful year of fruitfulness and taking new territory. Say, I am taking new territory. I am taking new levels. In Jesus' name, amen. Come on, give God some praise. Hallelujah. That's how you do it right there. That's what your journal is for. Start declaring those things, speaking those things that be not as though they were. I don't care how you feel. It's not about how you feel. Amen. Feelings will change. You start declaring God's word even when you don't feel anything. You ain't even got to feel a goosebump. You don't have to feel anything to declare it. it. It is still so. Amen. Father, we thank you for your word today. We thank you for Joan being here. God, what a special treat that, Lord, you put us on her heart. Father, what a special, special treat that is. God, we are so grateful for it. Lord, we just pray over her ministry. Y'all stretch your hands toward Joan right now. Father, we pray over her, Lord, that you're opening up even more doors of favor for her. That, Lord, we see, Lord, you give her a mouth and such wisdom and such utterance that no one shall be able to argue or 
refute it. That she stands up in the double portion anointing this year. That, Lord, she's taken territory that she never dreamed of before. That, Lord, you're opening up things for her that have been shut. Lord, we call every barrier broken down now in the name of Jesus. We declare that you are taking her into um, new levels and new countries and new places and things that, that she's not been able to go to before. Father, we call for more books. Lord, we just draw on that power and on that anointing that's in her. We just pull out new books right now. We declare new sermons, new fresh word, new dreams, new visions, new anointing. We just call forth uh, just a, an amazing year for Joan Hunter. The Lord, you're taking her to even greater heights. More television appearances, God. More more television shows are asking for her. Lord, you're putting her her name. You're, you're making her name great, Lord God, and you're keeping it great. That you're putting her name up there with people who are talking about her. That's causing doors to be open. Favor doors are open for her to get in and and preach the gospel and preach the word. And God, we thank you that you confirm every word with signs following. In the name of Jesus, everybody shout amen. Lord, we declare your word is working mightily in us. We pray right now with our heads bowed and our eyes closed. Maybe you're here today and you say, Pastor Sally, I know that I'm not right with God. I know that I'm on the outside. I, I, I need to get right with God today. Could you pray for me, Pastor Sally? I'm ready to turn my life over to him. When I was 31 years old, I knelt down in my closet and I threw my hands in the air and I said, I'm through running. And I gave my heart and my life to Jesus Christ. I said, God, if you can do anything with me, you can have. You can have whatever I have. Whoever I am, I give it all to you. I gave him my heart and my life. And my life has never been the same since that day when I gave up and gave him all. He's led and, and guided and directed my life ever since then. He's the friend that sticks closer than a brother. He's walked me through so many things. I, I couldn't even stand here and begin to tell you all the stuff he's walked me through. And I've been victorious in the face of every bit of it. So today's a good day to give your heart and your life to Jesus. To just throw your hands up and say, I give. I'm tired of doing things my way. It's not getting me anywhere. I need you, God. I need you to take control of my life. I need to be able to be free. And surrender to you. So much freedom and surrender. So I'm going to pray with you this morning. That's you. You want to know Christ. You want to know Jesus. You felt him talking to you today. You felt him knocking on the door of your heart. He said, if you open it up, if you open up that door, I will come in and live in your heart. He wants to so badly. He loves you. He's not mad at you. He's got a whole life full of good things he wants to surround you with. His arms are thrown open wide and he's ready to receive you as his child. So I'm going to lead you in a really simple prayer. And if you believe it in your heart and really mean it with all your heart, today will be will be a brand new day. You'll become born again. Your name will be written in the Lamb's book of life. Your slate will be wiped clean. Anything you'd ever done that was wrong will be, all be uh, it'll all be washed away. That's a good feeling, knowing that you're clean and right before God. So would you just repeat this prayer after me? Say, Father, I confess to you that I am a sinner. I have messed up, sometimes on purpose, and sometimes I'm sure I just didn't know. But I'm sorry. And I believe That you sent Jesus to die for my sins. And I believe, Father, that you raised him from the dead on the third day. Jesus, come into my heart. Be the Lord of my life.
I give up. Please take control. Teach me. Guide me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. I receive now the free gift of salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, if you just said that prayer, I'm so proud and happy for you. And what, listen, what you've got to do is, the Bible says, if you confess me before men, I'll confess you before my Father. But if you deny me before men, I'll deny you before my Father. So it's important that you confess Christ. And the way that we ask you to do that, you have a little connection card that was in your packet. If you'll just quickly take that card out and just fill it out with your name and your phone number and um, all your information on there. Because if you've made that decision for Christ, I want to call you and let you know what your next steps are in Christ. So on the back, there's a place to put a check mark that says, Yes, I received Christ and commit my life to Christ as my Lord. Amen. Just put a check mark on there. And in just a moment, we're going to receive our offering. If you'll just drop that in the basket, I'll receive it from you. Um, and I'll make sure that I give you a call. All right? All right. So if you would, just fill out that little card. Put a check mark on the back. There's also other places to put if you have a prayer request or um, if you want to learn how to volunteer or you'd like a prayer partner to call you. Just, just follow the instructions on there and uh, let us know what you need and we'll get you taken care of. All right? Well, it is offering time. All right. Well, let's get ready to give. There are several ways you can give in your welcome packet. Of course, there's an envelope. You can give that way. And uh, also, you can give through our app. If you uh, have not downloaded the Acceleration Church app, you definitely want to go to the App Store and download the Acceleration Church app. And there's a Give button right on there that you can give right from your seat on your cell phone. It's really simple to do. Or you can just simply text Acceleration to 77977. If you text the word Acceleration to that number, the instructions will be sent back to you um, on how to give. All right? So uh, while you're preparing your offering, I'm going to prepare mine as well. Amen. What a good day.